Confessing our love for each other. This is our featured presentation. <laughs> My name is Luke. My name is Caleb Michael Miller. My name is is Daniel. All right, that was well we're going slower and slower around the circle. So a lot yeah. more confidence in that one. No, yeah, I think you're improving, Daniel. Not in life, but that that just, one. Oh no, 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 that's no, a just, just that, that one signature. That yeah. one I, thing. I refuse to improve. Yeah, I know. And that's the kind of stubbornness that you need in good discipline. Yeah, I almost couldn't make it today, but luckily I did uh, move some books around. Well, that is good. That's a good here. reference. I got to, uh, a little callback. Yeah, a little callback. A little callback. Yeah, I've recently yeah. moved some books. Uh, done a little shuffling. And, a little uh, shuffling of your own, huh? Yeah. Did you guys end up reading um, Ready Player One? Or uh, No. No. I did. I saw a used book. Ready Player One right. uh, for sale. And so I messaged the guy. I was like, is this available? He's like, yeah. I said, can I pick it up today? He said, yeah. And I'm like, watch TV or something. <laughs> oh my gosh. So, so that's an interesting topic. So is it best to read a book before a movie? Typically what people say is the book is better than the movie. Mm-hmm. Because, you know, right. the book will take seven, eight, nine hours to read versus a two-hour movie. So you can right. get more detail in the book. Mm. Perhaps that's why the books are better. But mm-hmm. do you want to read a book before a movie? And when is that the case? Um, I think it does come down to quality, though. Because it's watching a movie, it's short. You get done with in one sitting. Mm-hmm. And you know the story. You know what happens. So... Going into a book, knowing what happens, the the bullet points of it, mm-hmm. uh, if it's not that gripping of a read, it's going to feel like a waste of time. You're not going to go through it. Especially if you like, mm-hmm. you watch the movie, you're like, I feel like I've seen it. I don't want to see it. Right. I, I've been accused of doing it wrong, which I guess I have, of watching the Harry Potter movies before reading the books. Same. I did the exact same thing. Mm-hmm. But the books are just that. They're magical. That well done. Good word there. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're just that well written ah, that very they're, hairy. They're worth re- <laughs> They're worth reading, knowing what happens because there's so much more compacted into the book. Yeah, so yeah. much more detail. So for sure, and that's interesting because it's a it's very simply written. It's targeted for children, right? But it's great for adults to read. Right now, last week Daniel asked the question: What is some movies that are targeted for children that are so good for adults. Mm. Such good. Such good. What's your answer? Uh, my answer, one of them, would be the Fantastic Mr. Fox. Yes. I have yet to yes. see that movie. Ooh. I know. That, is com- I that know. came up and, on a previous... I, think, I, I believe yeah. it has. And uh, I came up on should be one. banished um, for that atrocity. Well, you we should um, be banished to a room that has the movie playing and then you can come out in two hours. Uh, um, for sure, yeah. for sure. I, uh, I'm a bit stuffed up, just got over a cold. All right. So I probably sound like a uh, mountain breeze. Yeah, I don't want to say anything, but... I yeah, did. I know, but... I... <laughs> but neither of you did, so mm-hmm. I'm just gonna... I'm out of oh. here. No, uh, my answer to Daniel's fabulous question, mm-hmm. uh, I had a couple... Hey, that'll go to my head, careful. I Don't compliment me like that. You can't I, let this guy I think ego. it should happen more, Daniel. You should get some more compliments. <laughs> I'm on the anti-compliment. Uh, so everyone loves Pixar. Yeah. 
Yes. And there are a couple to choose from there. I would say mine would be A Bug's Life. The whole ladybug oh. joke in general. Okay, yeah. The but they're like, hey, toots, I'm a man! <laughs> like, things like that. Like, that's hilarious. Yeah, I love, uh, love how that would not be allowed today. No, probably yeah. not. Yes. Um, and, you know, maybe it would, though, because yeah. the, the joke isn't that he's a man. The joke is that he's what? a bug. <laughs> okay, okay. I'm just kidding. Okay. Um, oh, yeah, wow. I, think, I think going through, and that's one of the reasons I chose Fantastic Mr. Fox was right. because anything from Pixar's repertoire you could Oh, you could pick. Yeah. Except, Why not like Cars? I'd say Cars 2 wouldn't count. I mean, even the first Cars. I mean, I'm not saying it's not enjoyable, but it's like, it's kind of... It's my favorite movie. <laughs> uh, I, I think I think Pixar movies are kind of known that it's for everyone. Yeah, I try yeah. to pick movies that were geared towards like younger viewers, mm-hmm. and that were just ended up being more enjoyable. Mm-hmm. I would say um, people really didn't know what to expect from A Nightmare Before Christmas. Oh, yeah, I mean, that's a really good that's one. I think because yeah. Tim Burton, you know, he just did. I believe he just did Batman, um, and people were like, "This guy's crazy!" Like this guy, and like in, in a good way, yeah. and. Um, <laughs> Like mad genius. That, like when meeting that mad me. genius. Um, He's probably the example of mad genius in Hollywood. Uh, for, for, for directors, let's say. I would say so. And I, yeah. you know, his spot record, his spot record, his track record is spotty. Uh, yeah. And beat me up, Scotty. <laughs> no, spot record, Stracky. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. uh, I think uh, Alfred Hitchcock is another one of those oh, people yeah. who he was just crazy. Yeah. And he made brilliant stuff. He really did. Um, I think too easy. Grabs for these movies would be um, Beauty and the Beast and The Lion King. Lion King, yeah, yeah. Because you're, sure. you're thinking like you know Beauty and the Beast. Oh, it's a princess film. You know Disney princesses, and you realize that it's so much more. Like you rewatch the film, and it's just so much more. Um, um, yeah. One uh, I'm gonna throw in there. It's not on your list already. Mm-hmm. Wally. Ooh, Wally. Wally. Yeah. A lot well, of Disney here. A lot of yeah. Disney. Yeah, well, like Wally. We about. Interestingly enough, oh, is kind of Disney's like animated indie. Like, it's such an interesting movie. Yeah. You rewatch it, nothing happens. Well, nothing happens for 30 minutes. It looks that way. A right. lot happens. Mm-hmm. Right. But you're like, what's that? Like, this mm-hmm. robot. I remember we saw it in theaters, me and my family, when it came out. And, you know, for the first 30 minutes, it's just Wally on the garbage on Earth, you know? Yeah. And he's just, you know, rolling around doing what essentially to me at that time was nothing. Mm-hmm. And I was like, what's, why? <laughs> <laughs> and then, but then I rewatched it. I'm like, that's good. Yeah. Um, Bro- going, growing away, growing away, bro. as we are doing at this table, going away uh-huh. from Disney. Yes, um, DreamWorks, mm-hmm. How to Train Your Dragon. Oh, that so tops the list good. for me. That and tops the that, list for that me. right there. And I think How to Train Your Dragons is a artistic, um, adventurous mm-hmm. example mm-hmm. of that. It was made for children, but obviously they had intention of everyone can enjoy this. It yes. enjoyed this movie. Uh, I think a sillier option from DreamWorks would be Shrek. Yeah, yeah, and I think you know Shrek has become quite the uh, meme these days. Shrek, you rewatch that movie and you're like, "This is a lot more adult." Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. You catch a lot more. Yeah, like, so, oh, so that's a different okay. variety versus like they made something for children, but they did it so well that adults love it. For right, the, right. For the artistry, and then there's which up until I'd say maybe the '90s is when people started caring about children. But yeah, entertainment for children. You know, if you watch the old Hanna Barbera stuff and whatnot. There's a lot of just innuendos and things in there that, right? Because children won't pick up on it. You watch Animaniacs. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. All, all kinds of all kinds of stuff like that. And yeah, that hadn't really been done as much anymore because mm-hmm. you know helicopter parents and stuff like that. And right. Shrek was just like, yeah, let's do it. And like Disney was such a big, huge thing that Shrek, you know, that was 
I believe that was DreamWorks's. It was the third response film. to Disney. It was like third. It was like their third film out there because they had done another movie that fits in this category, Prince of Egypt. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think the marketing for Fantastic. that film, you're like, oh, it's Bible. It's you know, it's religious. These kids can enjoy it. And you watch, it and you're like, this is adult shit. Yeah, like mm-hmm. this is great storytelling. Mm-hmm. Uh, very underrated. The score for that movie, profound. Phenomenal um, movie. Yeah, I agree. Phenomenal. Road to El Dorado is a Road good. to El that's Dorado. A, that's a DreamWorks one. That's so that is, good. Yeah. yeah. El Dorado. <laughs> I don't remember the song. It was beautiful. It was beautiful. <laughs> I did. Oh, so, man. my I have two answers to this. And the reason I All thought right. of this question was because these two films that popped up, mm-hmm. I had followed the, the advertisements before the movie. Okay. Mm-hmm. When I was a kid. And these seemed definitely geared towards kids. Mm-hmm. Right. And I thought, right. These, these these look really childish and stupid, and I watched them, and they were fantastic. Like Smurfs. the story, one, two, and three. I agree. That that was it. Yes. No, Cloudy with a Chance of Meatballs. Yes. Oh yes. You you just the title. You just look at the title and you think, oh, that's so stupid. That's silly. Yeah. And then the advertisements weren't that good. No. But the movie itself is fantastic. Yes. A gem. Absolutely. A, a gem. Yes. Well, that's Phil Lord and Chris Miller. They can't. Yep. Do wrong. So I'd say that and Lego Movie and other mm-hmm. one of their works. Um, also that Kung Fu Panda oh. as well Ooh. I, 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 the advertisements were all you know, skadoosh and yeah, right, it didn't right. seem like a good movie and then you watch it and you're like yes fantastic I forgot how amazing Jack Black is yes like, I, have, I have one more to throw out there uh-huh. do it Treasure Planet Ooh. that was that was one of my favorites way oh. back when oh okay now Treasure Planet here that's okay Here's the thing about Treasure Planet. It's oh, almost right. universally despised by Disney fans. And it has that secret group that mm-hmm. like fights for it and it's mm-hmm. like yeah. Treasure Planet's amazing cuz this just came right after the Disney Renaissance. Yes. You got Little Mermaid, you have Lion King, you have mm-hmm. uh, Beauty and the Beast, you have mm-hmm. uh, you know Hunchback of Notre Dame, you know, mm-hmm. all these amazing films. Yes. And then you have The Brother Bear, you have the, you know, you have mm-hmm. all of that. Brother Bear, you yeah. have um, these these movies that obviously did not live up to those standards, mm-hmm. not because they were bad, but once you see Lord of the Rings, and then you watch Narnia, Narnia is still good, but it's not Lord of the Rings. It's not yeah, you Lord know what I'm Rings, saying? Yes. So it's like it, you, it, it's just it's in the shadow. Mm-hmm. So I think Treasure Planet is one of those movies where the scope was so big and. I'm not saying it did it poorly, but the technology just couldn't keep up with what they wanted, mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. Um, you know they had they didn't let it sit long enough. I assume I don't know. I feel like if you had made that nowadays, it didn't even not even having to be CGI animated, just if you had made that nowadays, it could be almost a masterpiece. Yeah. So I'm gonna I'm gonna disagree with you there. Okay, I think that the visuals and the animation was they were beautiful. Right. I think it was really well done. It right. didn't have flaws. They did. The different mediums they mixed in with it. Right. It was visually, I think it was visually stunning. That CGI, um, the, the moon that they lived on, that city, that, oh, that was yeah, so that was, that was Yeah, cool. all kinds of stuff. They mixed in some CGI, they yeah. had 2D animation, and then what's that um, <coughs> other technology that they developed for Tarzan? I, oh, I know what you're talking about, where it's like a mix yeah. of the mm-hmm. two. Yeah, um, um, so they used that as well, and it was brilliantly done. The story, I think, was fantastic. I think there, there were very little flaws with it at all. I think it was a great movie. Um, the marketing for it, mm-hmm. they did terribly. They put the it... Toys, like all yeah, they, they had spoilers in the marketing. Really? They had... It was with the opening week of 
the first Harry Potter movie, which was not a oh, good choice for I it. See, I no all idea. this stuff. And and there's this video I was watching about this where it was really expensive to make. It mm-hmm. was so expensive. And the sequel, they were already in works of writing. Willem oh, Dafoe wow. was gonna play the villain. It was gonna be this thing. But it's so right? expensive to make. Really? It's so expensive to make and CG was the next big thing that yeah. the theory is, and I believe this, Disney wanted it to fail so they could bury the 2D animation and just stick with the CG. That's very interesting. And I wouldn't put it past them. I, Oh, yeah. yeah. There's so much so much stuff that the mouse does. that uh, He's sneaky. He likes his cheese. It's a sneaky cheese mouse. Um, what I have to say yes. uh, as a rebuttal towards that okay. is Treasure Planet. Mm-hmm. I agree with you. The visuals are amazing. Everything's stunning. I, for one, miss 2D animation mm-hmm. yeah a lot um now here's my thing with treasure planet yeah i think the first two acts are almost perfect uh-huh. it's the third act that haunts me because i don't like his the robot side character yeah, that, at all i, I cannot either. stand that. I don't same either. here same here and, and, I and who voices that. that the one who um he's a, a stand-up comedian um yeah and i'm not saying he's bad but yeah, we're he's right fine now. but it's the character of his robot that I cannot stand. Yes, yeah. and I he's with supposed that. to be the genie. He's ben. supposed to be yeah. the Ben was the character. Ben, and it's just so. And that's what I'm saying. They should have <clears throat> let it cook a little bit more. They should have, yeah, because uh, I feel like everyone wants their Timon and Pumbaa. Everyone wants. Yeah, their... I was going to bring up Timon and Pumbaa. That's how you do comic. That movies. is yes. how you do because they come in, you know, midway second act of yeah. Lion King, and that's just the right time because Simba's mm-hmm. father just passed away, yeah. yes. and he finds him in the wilderness, and then you get some comedic relief in there, mm-hmm. and like, but a good kind. And a natural kind. And they totally added the story. Yeah. Oh, for sure. And that's the thing with Ben is that I feel like, all right, we're in the third act, and you know, you're learning a lot about Jim and Ben. He's funny, yeah, right? Yeah. And you're like, yeah. uh, he's not. No. And I feel like he's one of the reasons the movie got brought down. Yes. Just his character <clears throat> alone, because his humor wasn't um, written; it was Injected. yelled. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Everything yeah. was just vocal. Yeah. Because it, it was in the third act, so you kind of had to, oh, right, let's quick do the, uh, do as yeah. much comic relief as we can to make up for yeah. For sure, yeah. man. For me, uh, I'd say probably more so than I love TED Talks, I love video essays. But we are going to digress from the Treasure Planet conversation, but look up a YouTube video if you want to go into this more by Bread Sword. It's called Treasure Planet, Disney's Biggest Mistake. It's about 34 minutes long, but it outlines just all the goodness and all the pluses and cons and all that stuff and so, uh, check it out before we digress i just want to add one more little pin there Uh oh. No, that no. i love uh i love the idea of disney remaking their films in live action i feel like that's one that should be remade i feel like because beauty and the beast just got done they're doing mulan they're doing lion king i didn't see beauty and the beast how was that um no the animated film you can't touch it yeah one of the greatest but just films as a subject yeah just as a subject okay. the, the live action film mm-hmm. um it's good yeah. Okay. It's not great. It's not horrible. Okay. Yeah. It's very the production design, the set design is oh, astounding. I, I have no doubt. Yeah. Astounding. Yeah. The music, I feel like either when it translates well, it is powerhouse. Yeah. When mm-hmm. it doesn't, you can tell. Gotcha. So like for instance, um the opening song Bell, amazing. Hmm. But then be be our guest. Uh, CGI because obviously all the candles yeah, are CGI right. so you're like this isn't as magical as it was okay. when I saw it in, yeah. the, you know, in the animated movie so it's just when it translates well it's it's, it's very well done hmm. when not so much it, it doesn't it's you can gotcha. tell yeah. Yeah, yeah when it was you know announced and released and stuff everything about about it to me just said miss it and I, I think for me like I, I tend to hold classics as sacred mm-hmm. and yeah. So when things are redone, just in general, I tend to have a 
a skeptical view towards them. And I think, so, you know, that's an interesting topic as well. So when you say redone, I feel like the wrong way to do it 100% is the Psycho remake. Okay, yeah. You forget that's a thing because why is it a thing? Yeah. You know, yeah. it's a shot for shot remake of Psycho. No, like actually, yeah, actually like, shot like for literal shot. Like literal shot for shot. Like that was the intention. Uh, that's crazy. And I think uh, a good way of doing it is, I think Disney has the right idea with these remakes of their fairy tales because mm-hmm. there's a magical quality to seeing these characters come to life yeah. in that perspective. Mm-hmm. Um, so when you do like the Jungle Book is a perfect example. Right. That so you can add grit. That you can add great. grit to yes. it. You can. And yeah. that was great. See the the newest Tarzan. I thought it was a little too clean. And that's not Disney. That's that Warner Brothers. Disney. Yes. That's Warner Brothers. Exactly. So yes. Interesting. So the Jungle Book movie, fantastic, gritty. And I feel like that's better than the original. I'm gonna throw that. I, out there. I'd say it, it's a different thing. Pro- possibly. Possibly. But that's the thing is where what my perception from seeing adverts of the Beauty and the Beast film is. It's the animated film, but live action. Mm-hmm. Versus when I see, it's just take advertisement, Jungle Book versus cartoon, you're like, this is a different experience. It's a, yes. it's a, re, it's a reinterpretation. Yeah, reimagining. A reimagining of it. And I think yeah. that's exactly what you want to aim for. Is yeah. You don't want to remake, because I know the Mulan and Aladdin, they're coming up, they're remaking those live action. You don't want to do it shot for shot. You want to give your own spin to it. Just yeah. like when an actor takes over a role, you know, such as Hamlet or anything mm-hmm. Shakespearean, uh-huh. you know, you want to add your own qualities to it. Yeah. You don't so, want yeah. to play it safe. Yeah, I could see, like, Aladdin being good because they could get this really just have a darker tone to it because mm-hmm. there's also like, dark arts and stuff mm-hmm. and that and just have just really beautiful but dark, yeah. just Eastern imagery. Yeah. yeah, I could see that being done really well. Um Mulan, if they made it like a war film. Yeah, and, and that's the thing. Do you think, when you're adapting these animated films, do you think grit's definitely the way to go? Because if you make it too clean, then it's like, well, I could have just watched the cartoon. Mm-hmm. Can we think... agree that the song Reflection from Mulan is just a great song? Amazing. <laughs> if, if that, I agree with that. I think um, Make a Man Out of You is better. Mr. Hop, <laughs> make, a, make man a man out of you. you. Oh, what about... Um, a girl worth fighting for. <laughs> what do we want? A girl worth, worth fighting, fighting for. for. Cut to the war. Yeah. And then it cuts to the end. Like one of the biggest um, atmosphere changes ever in a Disney film or an animated film ever. Shoom. Shoom. And you just see that bloody like warscape. Yeah. Obviously it's not bloody in the film, but you know. And that's crazy. So It's implied. It's implied. There was death. Um, yeah. Implying death. Uh-huh. Movies that have died... Uh-huh. Because of their atmospheric proportions, so I have a topic about I want to, okay. I want to talk about. Okay, Can you just cringe for a second. <laughs> um, we are worse off now. <laughs> <laughs> I have a little game for you, boys. So now that we've lost all of our listeners, yeah, I, yeah, exactly. Uh, bye. Um, I have a little game for you, fellas. Wonderful. All right. Um, I'm going to give you a title of a video game or a animated TV show or perhaps a book, and I want to see if you believe it should be made into a movie. A live-action TV show, uh, or neither. I just keep it as it is. It's time to play Keep It or Adapt It. All right. Um, Kingdom Hearts. Kingdom Hearts. So, uh, I think it'd be a better book than a a movie. Mm -hmm. Or possibly a better TV show than a movie. Because there's so much depth mm -hmm. to it, you need need a good eight hours or so. I, I say animated show. Yeah. Each season is one of the video games. 
Yeah. So make it animated in the style of Last yeah. Airbender. And, and whoever yeah. was responsible for Last Airbender, that's who just you get them, you know. Yes. And that, that's what I'm saying is like you, that way you have each episode is just a new Disney World. The guys who made Avatar: The Last Airbender had better be so successful right now because they made the greatest thing ever. I it's... hope they laugh while smoking cigars rolled in hundred dollar bills. Me <laughs> <laughs> too. They're just laughing. I hope they blow their nose on Benjamins. <laughs> Did they make Legend of Korra? I don't know. Mm. I believe for that. I believe they were a part of it a little bit. I'm not sure. Uh, Legend of Korra is a thing of its own. Um, yeah. It's interesting, but yeah. So Kingdom Hearts, I think animated TV series would be mm-hmm. would be good for it. Yeah, just make um, yeah make it like an anime. Uh, Uncharted. Hmm. I, I think it's great as a video game. Mm-hmm. As it is, I think it would be a good movie. I feel like a great. Uncharted video game would translate to a generic action film. Yeah, uh, yeah. And uh, not to say that it, it would be bad. I'm just saying that, as opposed to let's say The Last of Us, um, which mm-hmm. could translate to a quote unquote The Road. Yeah. You know, um, whatever that movie was with Will Smith, Alone in New York City. You know what I'm saying? Like Legend. It, 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 I, I am Legend. Yeah, like I it Legend. could translate to something like that. But again, I would just keep that as a video game because. Yeah. Video games went from, I was just thinking about this the other day, mm-hmm. Pong, you know, games. One of the best storylines. One of the best uh, <laughs> infatuated things I've ever seen. Yeah. Man, that didn't make any sense, but I said it. Um, <laughs> but so you got Pong, and then you have video games based on movies, Yeah. and they weren't really their own things. So like you have Lord of the Rings, the game, you know, yeah. Catwoman, the yeah. game. Yeah, yeah, like, they would just do that for everything. And, and then eventually they were like, wait a second. And then in in the, in the dusts of that, in the mist of that, you yeah. had the um, you know Banjo Kazooie, you had the Sly, Sly Cooper. You mm-hmm. know, you had these little like games in the corners, like wait, 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 we're our own thing. Come play us, you know, yeah. like. Yeah. And eventually, people were like, "Wow, Spider Man Two, the game is awesome." But like, wait, look at like Sly Cooper, like that's yeah. its own thing. Yeah. yeah. So I feel like once that took mm-hmm. off, and you know, the PS3 generation, Xbox 360, you had. Uncharted. You had these games that were like the Arkham games. The Arkham games. Yes. Game. Oh, beautiful, yeah. man. Yeah. So and that's Wonderful and that's Batman a good games. example of taking an existing franchise uh, with the Batman things, and it's its own storytelling medium. Absolutely. So you can tell Batman stories instead of here's the plot of the Dark latest of the latest Batman film right. in the video game with you know things that somewhat tease to the you know film because they shoehorned them in there. Right. And you can have here's another way to tell Batman stories. Here's Absolutely. another way to tell original stories. So that, that that works very much as well. So I think that now we've come to a video game scape of Last of Us doesn't isn't made to be translated to something else. It was made to be a video game. Yeah, exactly. It's, it's an art form now, and that's very interesting. Um, speaking of The Last Airbender, let's pretend the movie didn't happen. Yeah. What would you do? What would you do with that property? <sighs> I, I have to say leave it. Leave it. Leave it. Leave it. Leave it. That's interesting. I mean, I think there are um, interesting ideas, whether you were going to translate that to a live-action film, you know, casting everyone's ethnicity accurately and, you know, making the four nations as a whole, like, just that Mm -hmm. whole area. Maybe you make a movie in that universe. So, yeah, that's what I was going to say. 
maybe do <clears throat> some anthology, like things that take place in the Airbender universe. And our canon, kind yeah. of like Fantastic Beasts for Harry Potter, where yeah. the book wasn't a book. Like she mm-hmm. made it, you know, J.K. Rowling made the film mm-hmm. and wrote the screenplay, but yeah. it's still canon to the books. Yeah, it's Isn't like that interesting. Yeah, it's like stuff that they're doing uh, with the Star Wars universe now, right? Where they're having things that take place in the Star Wars universe. And right, and that's we're very interesting. Getting lots of that. What's Peter Jackson been doing? Because what if he was in charge of an Avatar movie? <sighs> Ooh, that that I got, I gotta go, guys. I'm turned on. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, I was already, it, but that, that is one of, if not the greatest adaptation of a book. Yeah, ever because, like we just said, he didn't, he didn't do Shot for Shot. He reimagined it. Yes, mm-hmm. and that's exactly what you have to do. And now, when you think, you know, Tolkien or Lord of the Rings, you mm-hmm. associate the images with Peter Jackson's yes. Yes. characters. Yes. And that's so interesting yes. to me. Mm-hmm. I think um, similarly, but on uh, maybe one step down, yeah. would be the Harry Potter films to the books. Um, that was yeah. that was a great adaptation because you had J.K. Rowling overseeing mm-hmm. it. Right. It paid just, it stayed so true to the source material. And that's, but that's another one of those things where it's now synonymous with what you imagine. Yeah. And you gotta take, studios have to start looking to that for examples of how to do something like that you mm-hmm. get rolling to be a part of the production yes you don't just say wow we're gonna buy your property let's make a good book mm-hmm. or a good movie yeah and so that's why i can't i can't see harry potter being redone as a uh, film series not at all i think they're going the right way with fantastic beasts they're making yeah. their own stories you know yeah, yeah. exactly and, and similarly with star wars is that was not remade mm-hmm. but it was continued so for example they have the new trilogy that's going on is it follows similar story structure. It's for a new generation that doesn't necessarily need to know right. about the previous ones, but the previous stories remain set in stone as what they are. Right. Um, they can be remastered. It's like they, can, they can be mm-hmm. all this stuff. But yeah, that is its solidified thing. And continuations of the Harry Potter franchise can uh, be created, hopefully, with you know J.K. Rowling's involvement right. when possible. If not, and if they make it and it misses it, let the free market decide. That just right. I, I mean, that's interesting. So I have three more um, titles I'm going to throw at you. Okay. Okay. Sonic the Hedgehog. Was that ever a show? It was yeah. a TV show. Yeah, it, was, it, was, okay. it was a little TV show. It was animation. Um, yeah. I feel like as a animated CGI film, mm-hmm. we could get someone. I feel like that could be good. Um, mm-hmm. Kind of like, let's say film, Phil Lord Chris Miller do a Sonic the Hedgehog movie. Mm-hmm. I'm sold. Yeah. And here's the thing is that you just have to do it. You have to find the right way to do it. Yeah. He's I such could... a very weird property man. Yeah. My problem with Sonic is I just didn't play the Sonics much. Right. I wasn't a Sonic. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. So it's I can't I can't take it seriously. And not as in like, oh, that's so fun. It's, I can't. He's just too weird. Do you remember... Do you guys remember Tack and the Power of Juju? Yeah, yeah, yes. yeah. Was that PS2? And then that was something like something like that. Yeah, and you think like, oh, it was a show, then it was a video game. I have mm-hmm. no idea how that even started, but yeah. I know what you're talking about. Yeah. And then it just kind of withered away. That's that's how I would imagine Sonic would go. I feel you know I I have to agree with you there. Yeah, Sonic um, is a better game than Tack, but uh, oh, yeah. I would agree so. Um, well, even with just um, Legacy. Yeah. Um, all right, I got two more for you. Okay. Both, okay. Nin- both Nintendo. Okay. Let's start with uh, Pokemon. Pokemon. I mean, that's been a it's been great, a, TV a great TV show. So, the, do we adapt that into a movie, or it's been a video game? It's been everything but a movie. Like they have, so they have them. I don't know if you boys are aware of this, mm-hmm. but they oh, have Lord. a uh, movie coming out called Detective Pikachu. I believe it's in 2019, and it's based off of a animated Pokemon video game in Japan. Right. Okay. We did not get it. We did not get this game. And of apparently. 
I, of course, Japan has the best things. Um, they have Detective Pikachu. Food. Damn it. Yes, they do. Um, and the game, from what my understanding is, is basically you're a boy in a city and there's mysteries in the game. And then Detective Pikachu, who speaks full Japanese and talks, not like Pika Pika, but like he's saying words. Yeah. He's like, there's a body over here. Like he's got this <laughs> gritly, like this voice. So they're mm-hmm. adapting that into a movie and a video game for wow. the USA. And apparently it was a huge hit in Japan. And the, the video game is essentially the same thing, just in English. And the movie is a, I believe someone dies or something that came to that very dark. I'm, oh, not, sure, I'm not sure exactly what it is. Don't know too much about it. Mm-hmm. But uh, Pikachu is voiced by Ryan Reynolds. Great. Wow. Thank you. How interesting is Thank that? Thank you for that. I think doing, hmm, let me tread lightly here. But I think doing a Pokemon live action film mm-hmm. where it's, so i I want to say maybe I, I, at first I was going to say like something like Fantastic Beasts or something where there's uh-huh. like a guy and there's like creatures and stuff uh-huh. like that. Um, treading lightly here, if you think of Transformers, okay. the first film, okay, mm-hmm. how it's a new style instead of it's like hey we have these you know alien car turning into car looking people thing. Right. It's like these are these gritty machine alien things. Uh-huh. If you if you took a live action Pokemon film where you have the story of a guy, and he's needing to, you know, capture these creatures, right. and you don't make them look like Pikachu, you know, like cartoon. So, like an actual mouse that's yellow, or something like that, or like a terrifying mouse. Yeah, yeah. Like you make them like make them some kind of grit, like monsters. But they're, then you make them monsters. fight each other, and then Peta gets involved, and I don't want any part of that because then Peta will say, you know, Peta will say, go catch. <laughs> Don't worry about me. Peter will say, "Here's some you. bread, oh, bitch." Lord. <laughs> yeah, it's one of my I see it's raining. It's one of my favorite literary quotes. It's raining. Here's some bread, bitch. I don't even know if that's a quote for the book, but I uh, I love it. Thank you. Uh, yeah, so I see where you're going with that with Pokemon. It's just mm-hmm. make it ultra realistic yeah. and like. There's this kid and his name is Ash, and yeah. I don't know. It's just interesting. It's a very yeah. weird concept. It, it, it's. As, as I described it, I just kept thinking and just cringing. And yeah. The PTSD. I kept yeah. thinking back to the Percy Jackson film. Or Dragon Ball. Oh, I forgot that was a live action I know, thing. I know. Oh, the power of the stones or whatever or it was what, called. Yeah. The, the egg. Oh, my God. Okay, wait a second. So, Dragons, Spyro. Could that not be a brilliant Spyro. animated film, though? Yeah, they're remaking that, by the way. The HD. They're doing an HD collection. Yes, they are. They're, they're re-releasing it. That's awesome. Like they did with Crash? Oh, oh yeah. my god. But anyways, god. anyways. That's amazing. But yeah, so Spyro, that's, I feel like that's a property you could do. Yeah. Um, Again, even if it was a CGI live-action film. I feel like that could no, work. Yeah, yeah. In, in the visual style, perhaps, of How to Train Your Dragon. Oh, yeah. Get DreamWorks on top of that. Yeah. Uh, so my final thing I'm going to throw you guys here is All a right. huge property. The Legend of Zelda. I think that would have... If you had like a Peter Jackson kind of Lord of the Rings-esque yeah. fantasy film, Legend of Zelda. Right. Trilogy telling one story. Yeah. Right? I think that would be brilliant. I feel like if you took all the best qualities from each game, because I don't know how familiar you, familiar you guys are with The Legend of Zelda. I didn't have those so consoles, each, but... Each Zelda, aside from Ocarina and Majora's Mask, yeah. they're reincarnations of a different Link. Yeah. So <laughs> each Link is not the same one. So basically, the hero's powers get re- the Triforce gets reincarnated to a different mm-hmm. boy that's ending up being named Link. Mm-hmm. You know, a hundred oh. years later, something like that. Learning. So let's say that 
you get a boy and he wakes up and he figures out he has the power of the Triforce and all that. But instead of like, hey, Ocarina of Time had a great musical quality. Wow, Twilight Princess had a great dimensional quality. You just mm-hmm. put it all in one trilogy yeah. and, and keep it going slow paced. But like, you know what I'm saying? So like, yeah. if I you're s- going to do a live action, I, I just, I don't know, man. It'd still be really hard. You have a lot of fans to please. Yeah. Like, I say tell one story, mm-hmm. The Hero's Journey, okay. over three films okay. with a, a score true to Ocarina of Time, uh-huh. but with a more theatrical score kind of sound mm-hmm. and give it a little grit yeah but keep it keep it fantasy yeah yeah, yeah. it has to be in the right hands though. that's with all of these you all can these, do yeah. all of these poorly you have to handle them correctly yeah. you do so breaking away from that little topic mm-hmm. um, good game i like yeah, it good I like yeah, it. yeah it's so good man uh I, I like it but um i thought you were talking about zelda <laughs> i was like no, yeah, no, no, yeah, no, yeah no, good you're, game. You're, <laughs> Thank you. Your Thank podcast you, game. Yeah. Thank you, Dan. Zelda was a good game. Though. Yes, it yes. was. Um, hey, so, yes. a little lighthearted note. I was uh, working this week. Good. And I uh, just wanted to tell you guys a little, little story. Oh, tell me. Lord. Two separate things that happened. Mm-hmm. Um, so, I'm working, and a fellow co-worker of mine is doing uh, her thing. She's oh. just working in the business. That's good. Just doing her business in the workplace. That's good. Um, and she, I overheard her conversation, and she was like, no, it's one of the best movies I've ever seen, and I my ears uh, well poked up a little bit. Was know? it like Snake? Like, dude, <laughs> <laughs> um, And uh, I, I went over, and mm-hmm. I was like, "Hey, what uh, what was the movie that you just saw?" And she's like, "In theaters, one of my greatest experiences of all time." And I was like, "I'm ready." And she was like, "Okay, Fifty Shades Three." And I shut down, <laughs> and I shut down, and I was like, "That's ah, that's really shitty." And yeah. she was like, "What?" And, and again, not that I have anything against Dakota Johnson or you know, I, I believe I don't know that Jamie something plays Wait, the guy in the yeah. movie, but just yeah. the 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 whole idea of Fifty Shades is just it's it's trashy to me. So another 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 instance mm-hmm. in the workplace, separate instance, separate instance, separate girl, separate story. Uh, she was like, yeah, you know, we were just in this conversation. She was like, you know, Adam Sandler, I miss that guy. And I was like, me too, man. Adam Sandler is still, you know, still a genius, still has a great legacy. But man, uh, I miss him. She's like, well, I mean, but he, he's got some good recent movies. And I was like, what do you, what do you mean? She's like, Jack and Jill is one of my favorite films of all time. Oh, no. I have not seen, now here's the little point I want to okay. bring up here, is I have not seen Jack and Jill. I have not seen Fifty Shades. So just a little update for you guys. I have decided I'm going to watch... Jack and Jill, Grown Ups 1 and 2, and the Fifty Shades trilogy. Because I have so much predetermined judgment on these films, just from society. Mm -hmm. And I'm one to not judge a book by its cover. Right. And I assume exactly what's going to happen is I'm going to watch these films and feel absolutely nothing. Because I'll know I was right all along. Yeah. But eventually I'm going to watch these movies and just just so I can say, oh, wow. (laughs) Those are shitty. Um, So I have seen Jack and Jill. I'm sorry. He was forced into it. I you were forced into in it. In theaters. Yes. In theaters? Yes, I paid $7 to watch Jack and Jill. And you're going to hate it. it like, you're going to hate it. It's yeah. it's bad. Oh my god. It's really $7? bad. $7? It's really bad. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. Is this even worth it? <laughs> like, you know, like, I'll watch like, it with you. All right, I will take it. A, shake yeah, my yeah. hand, good sir. I will take you up yeah. on that deal I, right here. I I'll appreciate that. join just so I can <laughs> have a reason to drink. <laughs> That cognac's been sitting there. <laughs> oh my gosh. That cognac's oh. been sitting there and my humidor's been unopened in weeks. <laughs> so, 
bad movies. Yes. Yeah. Jack and Jill. Uh-huh. Up a hill. Going uh-huh. uphill. Baby Driver. Pale of water. Pale of water. <laughs> Edgar Wright is pale. Uh, <laughs> no. Um, no baby Driver. Uh, yeah. I have seen it. I believe Daniel has seen it. Yeah. Luke. Luke. I have not seen it. Uh, that is one of my, my guilty things. I'm a big Edgar Wright fan. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm a fan of car movies, okay. driving in general. Uh, not so much babies, but I'm on board. <laughs> oh, Lord. You're going to abort? I'm on board. Okay, good. No, I already had the abortion. Oh, my oh, God. Lord, no. Lucas. Um, <laughs> then anyway. I found out I can't get pregnant, so I don't know what they did to me. <laughs> I hate my life. Um, no, so Baby Driver, just wanted to throw in some good taste after all that Jack and Jill shit. Yeah. Okay. Um, I just wanted to say that that is just a damn good film. Yeah. I have rewatched it for like the fifth time this year. Yeah. I saw it twice in theaters. It's just, I just wanted to just say, I just wanted to give some gratitude worth due. Fantastic movie. Damn I agree. Film. I keep, it's one of those movies just like Hot Fuzz that mm-hmm. you rewatch and you're like, damn, what's that? Like, I forgot that. Yeah. I didn't know that that was I there. still catch things in Hot Fuzz. Every yeah. still. Time. We watched it, what? A, a dozen? I it a dozen times. Yeah, a dozen say. times. Wow, man. That's, yeah. I gotta rewatch Hot Fuzz, too. But mm-hmm. Baby Driver is a damn good movie. I get I get similar stuff from, uh, we brought this up before, one of my favorite films, The Grand Budapest Hotel. Yeah. yeah. Uh, every, I've watched, he made direct eye contact with me when he said that. I Yes. <laughs> I have watched that at least once a month since it came out. It's, really? It would seem. Maybe every other month at times but I've just watched it so much not intentionally I'm just like hey let me pop this in and then I realize I've watched that dozens of times and, and you uh, became Forrest Gump uh, I'm not a smart man but I know what good cinema is <laughs> as high level as that movie is it is also great to just pop in yeah. it is and and that's interesting is I remember when I, I it, this was the first Oscars I really paid attention to I paid attention to mm-hmm. yeah. excuse me that was 2016 2014 Four, um, wow I've been watching that movie a while <laughs> <laughs> and it was up for I had no idea what that movie was but it was nominated uh-huh. and it was up for um, best I believe makeup and hairstyling yeah and uh, oh, yeah. but it was going against Guardians of the Galaxy mm-hmm. and I was like Guardians why did this movie win and I rewatched it and I definitely understood why it won but I, I don't know man those two movies are like it's an interesting uh they're both very different. So okay, that can't be 2014. Yeah, I believe 20, Guardians is 2014. The first one is as well. Really? Yeah. I've seen Guardians once. Wow. You've seen Guardians one time. That's, oh, no. That's not that's not allowed. Yes. Do we own it? Yeah. I believe okay, do I do need to watch it then. I, uh, I'm excited. I'm, I'm excited to do my um, re-watchings of all the uh, MCU movies. Yes. Every time an Avengers film comes out, I make it my priority to just... Watch it chronologically. Huh. Yeah. Um, so I start with the first Avenger and go through Iron Man and all that stuff. Just to, because I love seeing how far this universe has come. Yeah. It's so interesting. Um, I've done that a couple times. I haven't done it since Avengers 2. So, so. I did that with the first Avengers. Right. We did that together. And, yeah, we yeah, did yeah. that together. The Dieppe. Yes. <laughs> and then it was, I think when the second Avengers came out, I maybe rewatched most of the second phase or something I like that. I did the exact same. I, I but, skipped the first phase. I yeah. watched Avengers 2, Avengers 2. Yeah. <clears throat> um, and, and maybe not. I may, might have skipped some even. So I would love to. It has been years. Was it, was it 2012? First Avengers film came out? That's crazy, man. Also, that movie 2012 was there as well. That yeah. was better. I'm just kidding. Oh. <laughs> yeah. But no, I'm with you, man. That's I, one of those jokes that just... As the generation goes on, people are forgetting about that. Just yeah. like Y2K or stuff like that. Yeah, right? Yeah. It was just doomsdays all the time. 
Now it's time for the question of the week. Daniel, hit us up. Ba -da -ba -ba. So I did the question of the week last week. Yes. I'm ready. Two-timer. I'm a two-timer. Exactly. Double dipper. Most underrated animated film of all time. Not the best. Underrated. Most underrated animated film of all time. Okay. Interesting. That's the question for next week. Interesting. We kind of touched on Treasure Planet a bit and sort of the underration mm -hmm. of that. Yeah. All right, so yeah, next week we will talk about the uh, most underrated animated film. And until then, you guys have some fun. This has been our featured presentation.